Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're listening to Comedy Central. Potentially hiring. The faculty at Spelman College have decided to not teach in person to start the school year until the school gets a definitive COVID policy in place. Now, third, you from down there? You went to college across the street at Morehouse. I get it that they are teaching remotely. But the thing is, the university, the college, wants them on campus. Spelman Spelman is like Alcatraz, number one. Let's just be very honest. It (laughs) is. Out of all of the schools, (laughs) out of all the schools in the AUC, there's only one school that has a total and complete gate around it, and that's Spelman. You can't get on the Spelman's campus. Like, you just can't walk onto it like you can't Clark and Morehouse. So it's kind of freaking me out that the teachers have decided that Spelman, because Spelman is normally on point. I ain't even going to front. Like, their, their business doesn't get outside the walls. They mm-hmm. shoot you if you're there too late for visitation with rubber bullets. Protect rubber black bullets. women. Right, right, right. <laughs> Protect black women. Um, Absolutely. This this all I'm going to tell you. I, I, I'm going to read you the statement, and I can tell you this statement was written by a fed-up black woman who has at least three degrees. How do you know <laughs> that? <laughs> That sounds like spelling. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty qualifiable. You can feel the. You can feel the. Bo- just let me read it. Okay. The faculty at Spelman College were excited about returning to in-person instruction. Pause, However, pause, hold on. Did they say were in the first sentence, Brad? Were, were. <laughs> okay. However, much to our disappointment, faculty have not received clear and enforceable protocols and safety guidelines that will ensure our health and well-being when teaching face to face. We have decided not to teach in person. Most faculty will use alternative instructional methods, wishing you a safe and successful academic year faculty council. They just said, fuck you, then said, wish you well. Pretty yes. much. We're coming to work, but we ain't going to do it where you want us to come to work and, and be happy about it. That, 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 the first line alone. <laughs> first line so it's alone. a challenge to the administration. The faculty at Spelman College were excited. (laughs) We was excited. But then y'all motherfuckers started tripping. Wishing you a safe and successful academic (laughs) year. This sounds like some shit you wrote, Jacqueline. You ghost right for Spelman. Yo, son. My name is Roy. I have a job fair. You're listening to it. Welcome aboard. 
Ralph, Ralph the Third. Sir. One more week, bro. One more week. One more week until we get to kick them kids in the chest and send them out the door Whoop. to hopefully a COVID-safe educational environment. Or not. Um, but, or you know, not. I mean, they're kids. They're resilient. <laughs> uh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They're not like the teachers of Spelman who are fragile and need to be at home where they can make sure that they're educating the young minds. I'm just they saying. They are not fragile. They are trying to protect themselves and those students. They're doing what's right. I am just shocked that they're able to do it together. Top of the middle of the week to you as well, JG. Hi, <laughs> Great show today. We don't have a theme, but we have some wonderful guests. we got a brother on uh, who's going to tell us about his time as a TV journalist where he got death threats. Uh, from a, I, can we say a gang member? They weren't technically in a gang, but they definitely would, had guns. Yeah, I would, I would say from the streets. It was more of a death threat from the streets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just coded the streets. The software company's hiring, and also Blockbuster Video, if you could believe it, there were scams there. No wonder they went out of business. <laughs> but with this education thing, JG, to me, the issue is that... <laughs> College professors are dealing with students that are more mature. So they have a little more freedom. No, comparative to an elementary school? Oh, okay. Comparative to an elementary school. (laughs) Of course, college, yes, college students have issues, of course. But in terms of being able to teach remotely, Mm -hmm. no elementary school teacher could make that big dick move that the Spelman faculty made. No No. argument at all. No way. No. No way. No way. No. I have the parents. Money. The parents will come square up. The parents will oh, come yeah. to the teacher's house and be like, if you don't get your ass in that building and teach, <coughs> excuse me, if you don't get your ass in that building, to... <coughs> <coughs> one more time. <laughs> it's not COVID. It's not COVID. <laughs> I, I, you don't I, I get got your something, ass in throat, throat. something caught in my throat and said chewing tobacco juice. Like, have you seen the the videos of people in states like Michigan and like and we're not talking broke white folks neither. We're talking about people in high echelon neighborhoods literally cursing out mm-hmm. health officials who are saying, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we want your kids to wear a mask to school and stuff. There was one video, I'm, I'm pretty sure in Michigan, where the health commissioner for the county is walking out of a door and you hear the parents say something like, we will find you. I was like, what the hell? Like, yeah. What? For wearing yeah. a mask? We will find they're saying you? That, they're saying that to the right people because I would turn around and say, here I go. What mm. now? That's because you own many guns, oh, Jacqueline. Yeah. Every Facts. teacher isn't like you. This, If there's ever a reason to advocate for guns, for teachers to carry guns, it's no. now. No, 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 no. Mm. I know some of my colleagues who are not on the right path. They should not have that kind of authority. No, they don't think before they act so certain people no Mm-mm. everybody so you're saying them. it would create jobs Jacqueline this show is about <laughs> creating jobs so if you want to murder a parent that's running up on you on some COVID argument then you know so be it I just do think that I do think that with the mandates that are being passed all over the country on what schools can and can't do whether or not this is a state issue or municipal you know city mm-hmm. issue with regards to what the COVID policies are there's going to be some teachers that are going to walk away. There's going to be a serious educational crisis, man. Just from a manpower standpoint. Oh, yeah. And not to mention the teachers that are dying. What was it? Four in one day down in Florida? Yeah. Four in the same, like, school district. Not the same school, but the same school district. Yes. So, it's, you know, this is... It's terrible. I mean, I stand in solidarity with Spelman faculty. 
I think they're brave. Again, I think they're supporting the students the best they can. They're also protecting themselves. Remember this time last year when you would, middle of 2020, you'd go outside at 7 p.m. and clap for the nurses and the teachers because they were heroes. Yeah. The delivery man. Yeah. Thank you for getting it. Now, a year later, shut the fuck up, you motherfucker. <laughs> Teach yeah. my kid. Bring me my groceries with your, what are you your doing? fucking scary ass. <laughs> you better get on out there. When I go down there in October, because I'll be going down there for, for homecoming this year, um, I totally plan on checking out the atmosphere of Spelman because Spelman has always been like, when things happen at Spelman, it compared, like, okay, with Morehouse, for example. If something happened, everybody in Atlanta knows. Ain't no question mm. about it. If something happened at Spelman, you don't know Jack Diddle squat. Like, they keep that in-house. But in this situation, Third, mm. since you've been down there and on the ground, do you think this what's happening at Spelman is a unique situation where the teachers actually have more leverage than the school system? Absolutely. Because it seems like... Absolutely. And it's a th- private institution, too. You can't take that away. Like, it's a private institution. Like, I, I'm not trying to be mean or facetious when I say this. Spellman is literally Alcatraz. When they closed those gates, stop looking at it like it's a bad thing. The Indians took over Alcatraz at one point. It's not a bad thing. All you I'm saying is. You could have said it's an island. You could have said it's yes. a cult. No, you said Alcatraz. As a dude who ran off a of campus at 1059 and was ducking rubber bullets, the place is Alcatraz. All right. That's all oh I'm saying. Oh my gosh. Alcatraz. Catch a rubber we'll bullet. Circle back booty. to them shooting rubber bullets to protect black women. Hey, I actually man. like that. Hey, That's dude. a good idea. <laughs> Hey, dude, they got, they got the point across to me. I'm just saying. <laughs> i tell you whose head is hurting right now. Uh, before we get into um, Cody's Most Outstanding Employee of the Week, uh, OnlyFans has announced <laughs> that starting October 1st, all sexually explicit content on the site will be removed due to mounting pressures from their banking partners and payment providers and their desire mm-hmm. to get bigger investors into the site mm-hmm. now the issue where i feel bad for the only fans women and who are out there you know and men there back, are men out and, there yeah a lot of people getting their back blown out true yeah everybody can get their back blown out it is what it is what where where this sucks and this is what i hate about it jacqueline is that only fans has not been clear with these with these members mm-hmm. on what is sexually explicit content Considering that Tumblr went from a billion dollar evaluation to something, I'll, I'll check it, but they ended up selling for like, I don't know, $5 to Yahoo after mm-hmm. they scrubbed porn from their site. I don't know if this is the smartest move for OnlyFans. And I, you know, when you look at, you know, Lisa Ann was on the show. She mm-hmm. talked to us about like how that platform boomed during 2020. My point is, what are all of these school teachers going to do? When you can't teach in the class because COVID and you can't bust it wide open on OnlyFans, what do you do? <laughs> what? Respectfully. Okay. Respectfully the only thing I understand about this, and this is because I read two articles, is that payment processors are dictating online content. Now, I have an issue with that because I don't think that the powers that be should dictate things of that magnitude in this country. We're claiming to be free, so we should have some freedoms and whatnot. So I feel bad for the providers, but OnlyFans has a right to do this. This is no different than a mask mandate. 
if I don't want you on my website shoving stuff and getting your back blowed out, I have a right to kick your monkey ass off my site. And you have a right to set up getmybackblowedout.org and do whatever you want on your site. But this is my site and I want you off. Yes, it's a it's one big fat morality chase and I don't think it's fair, but I just I feel bad for the creators. Quietly, you almost kind of give kind of give props to Hurricane Fury in this moment. And the reason I say that is because instead of Fury being concerned about using OnlyFans or Patreon, she's got her own website and drives her own traffic. Here we um, go. I found the numbers. In 2013, Tumblr had a $1.1 billion evaluation. In 2019, it sold for $3 million. This is after it screwed up porn from the site. Mm. $3 million. That is the power of the bootay. And that, Ralph, is why they have to protect Spellman with an electrical barbed wire fence. True. True. Sidebar. I can't look this up because I'm not going to use that dark web thing. So how does Pornhub get paid? Listen, these are questions for Rod when we get to Rod. Okay. Don't ask me fucking Rod questions. Okay? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying because I'm trying to cross-reference and understand where they think they're going by removing these payment processors. To I'm the just... land of big, big investors. And this See? OnlyFans will now be a site where you can get my exclusive you know cooking recipes that I don't post on Twitter. Let me go ahead and say, let me go ahead and say what needs to be said, bro. I hate the sound this cold. A generation of people got to die. All right. Like, I don't think there's Absolutely. no reason. Like, there's no way in the world you're going to tell me that morality is the whole reason that OnlyFans is no longer pro like that, that just doesn't even make any damn sense like it like the same people who talk about being super morality is normally the nastiest people out there for real for real like they normally but, they you know i'm concerned now that both for the livelihood of sex workers and also that online that. freedom in general but you know what if they take out all the nudity and stuff as bad as it is man you know it's a good thing that comes out of this roar hmm. Jacqueline would still be able to sell these panties <laughs> on OnlyFans as long as she ain't new. You know what I'm saying? Like, nope. so there's a silver lining in this, man. I think there's a silver lining we might be missing. So with that being said, in a time of rising COVID numbers in the classroom and state mm -hmm. officials coming down hard on our educators and telling them how they should do their job, standing tall in the face of your Alcatraz warden and oh deciding God. to step out of the classroom, Spellman, faculty and staff, you are. Cody's most outstanding employee of the week. Congratulations. Yay. Worst first time. Uh, this is where we invite you to Jaffa, a listener to come on the show. JG, who do we have on the phone now for worst first? <laughs> we have Chris, and Chris is going to talk to us about the worst time he had working in television news. Chris. How's it going? You you are more than welcome to use the last name. It is serious. The interesting thing is I actually never plan on going into journalism. Hmm. So uh, I'm a poli-sci major and uh, was a campaign manager, political campaign manager for a couple of years in central Alabama. And uh, one of the stations had reached out to me because of my my work there. I'm like, hey, we're revamping, you know, our, our morning show. Would you come and, and be the main fixture? And I'm like, I don't know much about television news, but I'm like, I'll give it a try. It's it's a stressful job. And yeah. like we all have a point when we take a job and you have that moment in the job where you go, oh, shit, I ain't going to be here. 
So this it, is it, not what I want to do forever. So it's interesting. I actually just left television news about a month ago. So <laughs> this shit is fresh. Oh yeah, you're you you the, the scab is still open. So oh. let's go. So there's an entire position called the MMJ, a multimedia journalist. I'm hip. I'm hip. Right, right. Man, band. Break it down. Oh. Break it down for the layman's. Break it down right. for yeah. the layman's. Okay. So, so for about half of your newsroom that's on TV, the reporters, they are MMJs, and what that means is when you come into work, you do everything. Mm -hmm. You have a camera. You edit. You shoot. You turn the camera on. You're in front of the camera. You go back. You write. You put it together. You edit. And then you post it and then you write a web story and then you check social media. So you do everything for that story for the day. And so I'm doing a wonderful job. And then one day, one of, one of my good friends who's a reporter came to me and was like, look, stop volunteering for so much. Mm. I was like, well, <laughs> and, and this is to the part that I hate. I, the, the moment for me, and I'm married, I got two kids, that it was like, okay, I kind of need to start thinking about life after TV was when a story almost got me killed. Excuse me? <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about so, it. So the worst one personally was uh, so this, this young lady and her brother were driving in the car with the lady's boyfriend slash fiance. And they're being followed by an undercover unit. And the unit pulls them over, pit maneuver, uh, the boyfriend jumps out of the car. Police say he, he brandishes a gun. They shoot him dead. Oh. Uh, they call me. Hey, you know, somebody wants to talk about a homicide involving her, her boyfriend. That's all I get. And they give you an address. So you never really know where you're going. So I go. <laughs> they just dispatch you like a fucking Grubhub driver. Oh right. <laughs> Take this pack and keep it moving. Go, like, go pick up this news and <laughs> bring it back to me. So, what? so I and I'm I'm from I'm from the South where we have project like so they send me to the ghetto mm -hmm. and I recognize I'm in the ghetto and I'm like okay so I, I walk into to this lady's apartment uh, smells like straight gas there's no okay. furniture mm -hmm. which was which was which was tip number two there was the only furniture they had were two of the white lawn chairs. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so it smells ooh. like weed, and they have patio furniture. No, no, no. That is not. That can't be weed when it's like that. When they got the patio furniture, my friend, that is crack. All right, that is not weed. <laughs> weed heads have furniture. Crackheads <laughs> have two patio chairs and an open floor plan. Oh all right, gosh. like there's a difference. <laughs> Ralph is defending weed smoking. Hey man, don't put this on us. Don't put this on us. Mm -mm. Nah, weed heads wash. All right, we don't, yeah, I'm just, that was a crack game. But go ahead, I'm sorry. This white reporter passes me on the way out and is like, good luck. Uh-oh. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> Ooh -wee. So I go in, I talk to him, and, you know, I, I know how to relate to, to all kinds of people. So I make him feel comfortable. It was it was a great, you know, tenable situation. Uh, she tells me her story. Um, she feels like the police unjustly killed, killed her boyfriend or fiance. So we leave and she's like, hey, by the way, can you blur out my face? Because, you know, I feel like police are just looking for us. And I'm like, oh, um, we may not be able, we may not be able to, but, you know, I'll let you know for sure, because that's something we have to get approval for. So, yeah, I, you have to do, you have to get that clearance at the top of the interview before you even mm -hmm. sit down. Yeah. 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 
So, yeah, I, and I didn't, you know, I didn't know they were going to ask for that until the very end. So I'm like, oh, OK, well, I'll have to ask about that. And so I, I call and say, hey, you know, this is the case. They want their image blurred, their face blurred. And my manager's like, uh, why would we do that? And I'm like, well, you know, they, they feel that their life is in danger. And, you know, whether I believe them or not, I feel like this would be a justifiable instance to, to blur someone's face. And it and doesn't I, affect the story in any way. Right. No, we're not going to the face. And I'm like, okay. So I call and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Uh, we're not going to be able to blur your face. And she goes, Ooh. okay, just don't run the story then. Yeah. I'm like, cool. Yeah. I go, call my manager. Hey, uh, you know, they said just don't run the story. They're like, oh, no, we're running the story. Oh, they're running the story. That's right. I said, oh, man. What did you, you do, Chris? What did you do? Oh. It determines oh, right my... now whether I'm going to continue to oh. like you. What did you do, Chris? So, so I said, you know, I really think this is a situation, again, whether you believe their story or not, where this is a, a justified instance of their face. They're, no, we're not going to. Police already know who they are. If they want to find them, they'll find them. That was the response. And so that was it. So I call her back. And she loses it oh. and is bleep, bleep, bleep. I'm going to find you. We going to kill you. And so I'm, I'm trying my best to, to explain that it, this is out of my control. And then she's, she is just, she's lost it. And she's going crazy, throwing every threat out there. And I, at that point, I'm like, you know, she's emotional. I understand. And mind you, I met her and her. So she has her brother the phone, and in the calmest voice, he says, are you going to run our interview? And I said, well, at this point, you know, I don't have a choice. And he says, I'm going to find you. And I said, hold on one second. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and I heard that calm in his voice. I said, no, sir, we're not going. So I called him back, and I said, I am not running this story. And they were like, well, we, maybe we can. I said, I'm not doing it. So we didn't run the story. And you would think that's the end. It's just over. So I go into work the next day and I call her at the end and say, we're not running the story. She doesn't believe me at this point. And she's just pissed. They're still trying to find me. So I go into work the next day early and our, our assignment editor is kind of like, oh, hey, ha ha, chuckling. Hey, you remember that story you did yesterday? It was like, yeah, yeah. They got, they got arrested for attempted murder. And I was like, huh? <laughs> Nah, son. Oh. No, son. No. Oh. No. Oh. No. That could have no, been you. For the okey-doke. Nah, son. Yeah, I'm with you. Two hundred. Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. Nah, son. Yeah. That's, that's a good time to get the fuck out of television news, bro. It's time to quit. It's time that's to walk. a good time. If you could go backwards for your time in news, what would you have yeah. done differently? Because there's still people coming out oh, of these yeah. colleges ready to be journalists. I, I wouldn't necessarily do anything differently okay. personally because I, I like the path that I took. But I, I would honestly tell people who want to go into TV news to, to follow somebody who's in TV news. Okay. Like to actually reach out to them, follow them for a day or two. Like see that they're eating ramen and Vienna sausages. Like they, they drive an old Altima. They're not rich. You're working all the time. You have no weekends free when you're starting out. 
like no time to date, like especially if you're trying to go to network. Mm-hmm. And it was, so, it, yeah, it was a blessing for me because I I had already been married and had two kids. But I don't I don't need you know I don't have anything to do on the weekend except for hanging out with them. So I was able to to grind as much as I did. But I mean, you you really have no other life outside if you're trying to move up as as quickly as I did or as quickly as something. So 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 are you saying in a word like mentorship is key? I would think in that situation. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Follow a mentor. And that's why so many people burn out. Like I, I've known so many people who come in and are just insanely depressed. TV news is like sports with none of the benefits. Mm. You're on the same contracts. You move every three to five years. Um, yep. You are being evaluated every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. The eyes of the world or your local market are on you. Everybody sees when you mess up. You just don't get paid and don't have any fans. So, so why do it? I, I think a lot of people do it because they have the dream that they're going to go to network. Mm. And the thing that I found out is because I, I know people who work for networks and I, I mentors. And again, mentorship, as you said earlier, Ralph, is huge. Because for me, I was sold the dream that because of my trajectory and the speed with, with which I made it, like network is a real possibility. And so... I was like, oh man, this is awesome. Like, that's like, I've had some packages run on network. And then I talked to some people I know who ran network and they were like, I hate it. It sucks. Oh. I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> but that's where I was trying to go. You telling me it's bad. I'm like, oh man, like they're depressed every day. I'm like, oh, well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you a lot for what you have done for those communities there. Um, in Missouri, and thank you for what you're doing now for the communities, Mr. Five Hundred One Three Six. Man, God bless you, and you have your youth. Clearly, your skin is radiant. You're vibrant. You look like you got your. You, you like whatever funk you was in. You look like you're out of it now. You got three screens behind him. He balling. Look at that. There's three screens. Hey, I'm exercising, eating good, and life is good. That's what's up, man. Well, Chris, thank you so much for calling into the job fair, man. We appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. Thank you. Peace, Chris. Hey, man. I'm Mm. worried about this, brother. I wonder who they tried to kill. What if it was the white reporter that walked out and told him good luck? What if that's who they went and bust shot? Snap. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, job fair. We'll be back. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. 
Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. You fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. Chop that. We back in it. JG, who do we have? Well, (laughs) we have Kevin, and he is the chief technology officer. So tell us a little bit about the company, man. Uh, You know, software, people say software, and it's just such an abstract umbrella under which so many different things can exist. You can develop software. You can be the person that fixes malware. You could be a virus person, you know, like, so just yeah. kind of break down what the company is and what you all do. Yeah. So um, Saturday Drive is the, uh, the company. We build software mainly for a web platform called WordPress. Hmm. If you've ever been to uh, a WordPress, oh, Christmas, can't talk, a website, then you've seen a WordPress site probably because it powers about 40% of the internet. And we make a product called Ninja Forms, which is a form builder. So if you need to collect uh, contact information from your visitors or you have a, a, an event registration form or whatever, you can build that without writing code. 
so it has like a drag and drop interface you can put you know i, I want their first name their last name you know pay, pay us money whatever the field you want and then it you know collects all the data and emails it to you or however you have it set up so you all basically make the internet easier to use for people yeah yeah that's that's the the base of our um of our companies that that's our main product so we have some other things that we work on as well so we also own a local coffee shop uh here in tennessee um our company owns that as well so we do we have our hands in, in a few things but software and particularly wordpress software is our current main deal um and that's that's the thing that we're we're looking for an employee for so was the coffee it's... house just a good price I, mean... <laughs> I don't even drink coffee if it tells you i uh, know we um <laughs> we, we had a friend who owned a coffee shop and he wanted to come on and be a partner with us in the software and a part of that um agreement was the coffee shop coming into our uh into our business as well so one so. tax hit gotcha moving on yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh little research here from down south georgia girl on some of this uh seo content marketing as yeah. an occupation in general uh pretty nice salary range here anything from 41k anywhere upwards to you know somewhere in that 100 yes. to 120k yeah yeah so the thing that we're hiring for right now is an seo content creation position which is a little different than than the software development side right so if we're talking about the seo position that we're doing now it would be uh, give me examples of marketing work that you've done in the past, right? So give me examples of um, email um, campaigns you've created, or, or give me some examples of some landing pages or some marketing content that you've written that has converted really well, right? So that's just kind of, that's more standard. When it comes to the software development side, it's really show me a portfolio. So we don't do, most of our engineers here are not, degreed right so they don't have a degree in okay. engineering they've taught themselves yeah. and so my my um sort of two cents to anybody who's out there trying to figure out what should i do with my life is you can teach yourself to develop and there are hundreds and thousands of jobs like ours we're all remote so we're, we're totally remote company we're based in tennessee but we're completely remote and there are thousands of those jobs out there and you can teach yourself to code and you can get those jobs and they're, you know, they're good paying jobs for the most part, and you don't need to spend a lot of money on college mm -hmm. to do that. Personally, I have spent a lot of money on college, but that's for a history degree that I don't use at all. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. And SEO means what exactly? Because we have a range yeah. of people that listen yeah. to the show. Yeah, it, it's search engine optimization. So basically, it's people mm -hmm. who have experience in writing content that google will find right so not all content's created equal so when you write a blog post google indexes that differently based on the content and the formatting and a bunch of other parameters and so what we're looking for is someone who has experience in that um in that world to help increase the visibility of the content that your company creates it, it, exactly to, to help us create content and to drive online conversion right so because we're we're a, a software company it's all online right so it's all through our website and so if our website isn't written well and the content's not up to snuff then people aren't going to buy when i go home to the parents i have to literally just go to the computer and close windows window yeah. after yeah. window after window <laughs> it's just ridiculous so aside from that, I'm curious, uh, it, they're ridiculous. I'm curious about what's going on 
with the internet per se. I know we're all at home. I know there's congestion, but something's not right. Put that hat back on. (laughs) Uh, I mean, the, the, the big problem is infrastructure. And this is what our buddy, our, our, um, our, uh, President Mr. Biden's trying to push through, right? Infrastructure, infrastructure, infrastructure. Um, the internet infrastructure isn't great. Mm-hmm. And most people in the US have worse internet connections than people in South Korea. And we pay three times as much for it. <laughs> really? And so, yeah. And so there's just a ton of um, old uh, equipment. You know, we're talking um, speed of yes. Wi-Fi and the accessibility yeah. of internet in rural yep. areas and things like yeah, that. Yeah, and, okay. and it, even in even in like large areas, right? Like you're you have major pipelines, and those pipelines can get old, and they mm-hmm. need to be you know updated. And uh, that's when you combine that with many more people online than are usually online, right? Because of the pandemic, and everyone's working from home and zooming all their meetings then it just, it's more congestion. So, yeah. so Kevin, did you just explain to me why Pornhub is moving as slow as it is? Because I've been <laughs> well, Ralph, seriously nah. upset about that. I mean, I gotta keep dropping the Wi-Fi it's faster <laughs> when I drop the Wi-Fi than it is when I keep the Wi-Fi. And I just keep thinking, I'm just, okay, go ahead, I'm, I'm all here. You may not be old enough to remember this, but you can also go to the store I'm mean, go behind the curtain. Go behind the curtain. Old school. And you first can of, get those. First of all, Kevin. Show. First of all, Giuliani style. Kevin. For, Kevin. First of all, you can stay as far as I'm concerned because you just told me that I wasn't old enough, not knowing that I might be the oldest person on this call right now. First of all. Second of all, uh, Kevin, I still have all of my daddy's blue tapes right there, and and I just don't have a VCR don't. to use. That's tapes. not something to be proud of. Don't say that. <laughs> My daddy had a collection. You no. go ahead with that. He was proud of that collection. That's why he gave it to me. No Shout out Fox ever, The porn is not a family heirloom to be passed down, third. It should oh. be. For Ralph, it, it is. It should be. Yeah, it is. Tell him. My family yeah. moved different. But wait, Kevin, I want to know how much this job pays that you're trying to get someone <laughs> yeah, let's to get, come work yeah. with you for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Thank give you us for a salary range. That question. And then Word you're up. after diverse applicants too, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so one of the things that that we, um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll answer the second part first. Please. One of because it's on, it's on my brain. One of the things that we realized is when we started, we were all all co-located company in a small town here in southeast Tennessee. Uh, and when we hired people, when we started, because there's only, there's only about 20 of us now, but when we started, we hired people who were friends and people that looked like us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so as we have um, moved into the remote world a few years ago, we realized as we've had to hire after that, that our pool of candidates is anybody in the world, right? Anybody in the world with an internet connection. And so we're really interested in increasing the diversity on our team nice. and so, and so. um being remote lets us do that like like it allows us to to reach more people um yeah and, and then the, the the range is uh mid mid five figures low six figures hmm. that's the that's our salary range that's a good range um, right if, really if they live in tennessee then they can get um 100 insurance so we pay for all the premium for them and their family so uh, doesn't matter how many kids they have or whatever, or if they have a porn collection like Ralph, we cover the porn collection too, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have kids, Ralph. I'm sorry. Um, I do have kids. 
that I plan yeah, on passing my porn collection too. Oh but God. please continue. I'm with it. Um, so, so we do that. We do. Um, if they're in Tennessee, they get a four a four hundred one k match. Okay. Uh, but because mm. because we're not incorporated in every state, it gotcha. just gets really expensive to do that. There's I'm not the C the CFO, uh, but there's some legal reasons for that. And then we have uh, thirty PTA PTO days a year. So mm. you get thirty days off a year. Um, six times included in that. And we don't do holidays, but because we're distributed, everybody in you know we have people in France. Uh, and so people have different holidays. And so if you want a holiday, you just put it in and you take it off and, you know, every, everybody does that. Uh, That's beautiful. So it sounds like you give, do you give black people the month of June off for Juneteenth? Go. Facts. Uh, Facts. Respectfully. Sure. Yeah. Why not? What about February like as a whole? Can. Yeah, I'm just saying, if we Listen, don't get it, what about February just like, as a sure. whole? Like two weeks I off mean, of February. I mean, I think February is, it's already, you know, it's already back. It's the shortest month, right? Like, why? Mm. Why the shortest month? Um, and, <laughs> and we have like a... like this brother, Ralph. Yes. Saying all the right thing. Mm-hmm. And we have a two-month uh, a two month maternity and paternity leave. Okay. So, um, so if I have a baby, I can get two months off? Yeah. How can people apply for this job? Yeah, if you head to bit.ly slash sd dash seo dash listing... That'll take you to our uh, application page, and it it has all of the job details, all of the requirements, like all the knowledge requirements, all of the experience requirements, and all that kind of that, that kind of stuff. That's beautiful. We'll link it up on the job fair socials as well. But brother, I can't thank you enough for coming on and sharing a little bit. Also, thank you all for the work you all do with the United Way as well, man. Y'all oh, some low key charitable do good yeah. motherfuckers down there in Southeast Moccasin yeah. land. Yeah, we were Appreciate able to. You. We were able last year to give um, enough money to Operation Smiles to pay for about 600 um, yes. cleft palate surgeries, yes. um, which is which is important to me because I was born with cleft lip and palate, and so that was we had a whole had, yeah. So that was that was a lot of fun. Before I go, can I plug my podcast? Is Hell okay? yes! All right, cool. Uh, we do a podcast called Adventures in Businessing, where we talk about small business topics. We talk about equipping your team, helping your team find fulfillment, right? So taking your team members from I'm giving you a paycheck to I'm making your life better, right? So how do we make, how do we make team members' lives better, not just how do we help them survive? And so we do a podcast called Adventures in Businessing. You can find it in all of your whatever podcast app you use. And we have a website called circles.com with two I's. So C-I-I-R-C-L-E-S.com. Did I spell circles right? I think so. Um, <laughs> so, so, so circles.com is a blog where we, we talk about all these topics. We talk about business. We talk about, um, how leaders can lead better and how team members can, uh, experience their work better. Kev, thank you so much for coming on the job fair. I appreciate you. Um, when I get back down there, man, I'll get back down there to Chattanooga at some point. We'll kick yeah. it on Brainerd Road. Have a good one. Thank y'all. Nice to meet you. Talk, I Kev. like this company. I like him. You know, if I don't like people. Mm. Ralph, you, know, you got to digitize that porn, bro. Why are you still fucking with hard? You really do. You, uh, you really do yeah, need to do that. But Kevin, had to, Kevin had to come back and let it be known. Like, no, you need to get rid of that shit. Yeah, uh, I'm on the way out, but you really, you really got to take care of that. <laughs> After the break, we'll visit the homie Narado, a.k.a. Rob for short, and get into the scam of the week. It's job fair. We'll be back.
Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save 40 percent site-wide get 40 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. 
Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash stereo right now. netsuite.com slash stereo. netsuite.com slash stereo. Royce Job Fair. We're back at it. Um, been a good been a good show so far. This is my favorite part of the program. <laughs> wow. And, uh, we'll need to ask we need to ask Rod about this we're here to break the ice you know what the fuck it is it's been 25 episodes Rod did you hear about the OnlyFans um the tragedy that's gonna be coming to us on October 1st tragedy where they taking all the sex off of OnlyFans yeah I did and I I support that I'm glad it's happening what what yeah I am I don't support Samson I am very much in Louis. Go out there and get some pussy. Go out, there, go out there and meet a woman who will show you her titties because she wants you to see them and not because you gave her $17. You fucking, are you 12 years old? What the fuck? But wait a minute, you're taking money out of someone's pocket. I'm trying to help the simps stop simping because it's bad for life. But you're taking money out of someone's <laughs> pocket. They're getting a, they're getting money for this. A 10.99, a W two. I don't know how that works with them on the OnlyFans. But people who sell crack are also getting money. And should should we just legalize crack then? That is totally. Should different. we stop arresting crack dealers because you're gonna take money on them? Just because they're selling something doesn't mean you should be buying it. Why um, you're at, but see, Rod, this is where I disagree with you, man. You're acting like because a woman decided to because of your personality, or a man. And your charm, or a man. Thank you're, you, Rod. You're, you're deciding that someone's worth it. Like it's the, the experience is better because I fucking sat and watched a goofy Netflix movie with you on your couch for two hours before we had sex. Let's just fast forward to the shit. Show me the meat. You can do all of that without playing those type of games. I don't support Samson under any circumstances. Now, I support the sex workers showing their titties for money. I mean, that's that's fine. But we're we're talking business. And in business, business has nothing to do with your personal feelings. OnlyFans has a, you know, they're trying to sell their site to people. So... If they don't want to be in the porn business or the person who wants to buy their site doesn't want to buy it and be involved in the porn business, they both have that right. I think a lot of people are just up in arms about it because they found a home, so to speak. Because mm. most of the people who use OnlyFans for porn aren't people who came over there from doing porn somewhere else. So a lot of people are just mad that this quick money they were getting is kind of going out the window. But... I say, you know, no play pimping. So you're I don't against- support play pimping either. If you want to be a porn star, then just go to a re- go to the actual porn industry and then show your titties oh, for yeah. money. Oh, the porn industry is for sure trustworthy and treats everybody. <laughs> Look, I mean, listen, that's the that's the if you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. You can't be involved in shady <laughs> underhanded this shit's my you, can't, you can't be in the underbelly of society and think, expect things to be on the up and up if you so want to sell pictures of yourself in videos just buy a website and say and so, tell people that's so, what you're doing 
So, Rob, wait a minute, wait a minute. Just so I can make sure I'm right, because my head is blown. I'm not even, like, I'm not even fully awake, right? But, like, are you basically trying to tell me that by taking porn away from OnlyFans, you, in a certain respect, stop, like, the incels and the cats like that, you know, who, who are walking around talking about, you know, I can't get none from a woman, but I'm paying these chicks to do what I want them to do type shit, or I'm still confused. OnlyFans could be saving lives. How many mass shootings have been stopped? Because a dude got a free video from some chick he subscribed to. He ain't well, free video. that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't really save a lot of lives in the sense of but porn is everywhere. But I think but the incels are people who can't get any women in real life. And what you do when you open up things like that is you give the weirdos a place to congregate and you don't really you don't really need that. Like you ever talk to a woman who works in some sexual industry and then she complains about all the weird messages she gets from guys and it's just like uh, you you show your asshole for a living. You think niggas supposed to be DMing you about soup recipes? Of course they're going to be sending you weird sexual fucking messages. They're weirdos who pay people to see their asshole. It goes back to what you said, you know, kind of top, man, is that why is sex work seen as weird? Why can't we accept just on some morality shit? Uh -huh. There are people okay. out there who like to get their back blowed out on camera. There's people who like to watch it, and it ain't no different than me getting on Twitch and watching a nigga play John Madden football. Why can't it be normalized? Well, like because you gotta go back way too far to normalize that. Like, generation like, like, like everybody, everybody on this show right now is a person who wouldn't watch porn with their grandparents, right? No. Oh. That, 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 well, that is correct. Uh, no, I don't even no. Watch, I don't even watch sex scenes with my mom. Same. Like, if exactly. we're watching a movie and they I'm start the, kissing, the, yeah, I exactly. jump, I skip ahead. I'm but, the anomaly. I'm so, the anomaly. if you want to normalize people getting their black blown out on camera, then you have to start with watching sex scenes in a regular movie with your mom. That's what normalization right. is. If you you're want right. it normalized, then you're what right. you're saying is right next to McDonald's can be a back blown out shop. That's old when, DC. When you're right. watching that's, Nickelodeon, that you should run ads for McDonald's and back get your back blown out shop. Normalization is it's broad. It's it's an entire spectrum. It's not this tiny thing. So if you want to normalize sex, then you you have to normalize sex. And our society isn't ready for that, and it'll never be ready for that. Nobody will ever be that comfortable because, like, like you just said, you don't even want to watch people kissing on a regular TV show with your mom. How do you normalize people selling videos of their assholes and make that one hundred percent acceptable? You can't it's do it. Kind of like they have, it's like they have nudity in commercials over in Europe. Mm -hmm. like Breast or just like a woman with no top on. It's just normal place. Mm -hmm. That's so we have to do that. that. That's just, that's how far we have to go. I remember America was founded by Puritans. For lack of normalization of the sex runs extremely deep. So if you want to normalize OnlyFans, sexual, the sexual part of OnlyFans, then you also have to be willing to accept that there are going to be Sprite commercials that's so full frontal nudity. 
you're absolutely correct, bro. Because because growing up overseas, it, you're right. Like Damn, I came home, right. I had to deal with that shit. I hate you, right? But he's right. Like when I was <laughs> when I was when I lived in Germany, there were there were beer commercials that would come on TV where you know part of them selling the beer would be the girl showing her breasts, and then like the next thing would be a the the Pilsner label over her nipple. When I lived in Korea, they definitely had wild wide open commercials when I was there. But when you come back to the States, that even that notion, they make whole television shows around that shit, like world's funniest commercials and stuff, because they won't show that kind of stuff. Damn, right? Yeah. You sound so that's like, what we have to do, man. Damn. You sound like that Supreme Court justice who said something like, I don't know what obscenity is, but I know it when I see it. That's what he said. I don't know what I, I can't define pornography, but I know it when I see it. That's exactly what you sound like. So I'm still concerned that people aren't going to make money in a safe environment. And I'm still concerned that a large industry is going to tell people what they can and cannot do. However, I do agree with you on the emotional aspect of people pulling out money from others when if they really just want to be in a porn industry, go there. It's a billion dollar business, multi-billion dollar business. I see parts of it, but I don't totally agree with you. You can't That's do cool. unsafe things and expect them to be safe. Now, if you want to participate in the industry such as the porn industry, then you have to take the good with the bad. You can do what you can to try to reform it, but at the end of the day, it's it's no different than football. There's a lot of rules you can put in place to make it safer, but two fucking 200 pound men who are strong as a fucking ox slamming into each other, it's just going to lead to some hurt, no matter what you do. So how right, does right. Pornhub work as far God. as the payment processes? How does that work? Well, it's I'm different for Pornhub because Pornhub is it's it's right in the name this is what we do you, there's no nuance to that you know who you're getting in the bed with when you sign up to take payments from Pornhub but when you sign up to take payments from OnlyFans then you're taking payments from school teachers who put on clinics about you know what to do for fourth graders and you pay for that but also attached to that is people who want to show you their assholes and there's people out there who like I want to help mothers and celebrity shoe collections. I don't want jars of people's squirts. I don't want that. So you have to you have to get rid of that. Damn, Rod. Rod, you should damn. you should you should consider being a professor at Spelman. I think. I'm about to say yeah, man. When your classes uh, bring, start, bro. No. I'm, I'm willing to let my kids ride if you teach an OnlyFans class. For morality, yeah, and morality and economy, man. I'm I'm willing to let both my kids take your class on, on OnlyFans because, uh, yeah, you just fucked me all the way up, bro. That was really, I'm sorry. We bring Rod right on this you, program. Man. Props to you, really. To give you a topic to break the ice with coworkers of the opposite race. And I'm not sure if you should be bringing up OnlyFans <laughs> around coworkers. It smells like an HR violation. So Rod is going to give us. Our white listeners and our black listeners, something that they can throw up around the old water cooler. Football's coming back, right? So that's always an easy one to lay on, but that's a sucker's way out. College and NFL football. Uh -huh. um, I'll let you kick it off, Rod. What topics can people be using to break the ice at work? Well, I'm I'm glad you you use the word smells in that intro to to this segment because. Uh, white people, what's real hot in the black community right now is personal hygiene. Um, 
We've had a lot of, of instances in recent weeks with a lot of white celebrities talking about how they don't bathe and things like that. And now black people have jumped into that fray. Pop rock superstar Lizzo has come out in support of Matthew McConaughey saying he hasn't worn deodorant in 35 years by saying that she also does not wear deodorant and smells better than ever. This is a very contentious point in the black community. Um, what? The backstory on that was it um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said that they don't bathe their kids every day and they wait until they see dirt on them. And black mm-hmm. people was like, motherfucker, what? Uh-huh. And then I, a couple other white uh, actors came out. And Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And then Terry Crews came out and said, if you ain't sweating, you don't need, uh-huh. if you didn't sweat, you don't need to take a shower. <laughs> and then McConaughey. And now Lizzo. So how do how do white people serve this up to their black? Wait, who is this for? Because I know this ain't for black people to be asking their white coworkers. Oh no, this is for white time. people to talk to their black coworkers about. Um, you, you gotta just ask them have they seen all this talk about people not showering, and then you'll find out exactly where uh, your your black coworkers stand on that immediately, whether they're for or against it. Because this has been a it's been a wild time to just come out of the stink closet. There's a lot right of right out of the stink closet, like <laughs> arms up out of the stink closet. Like what's up? Where so, the rest of us at? You can just walk around not wearing deodorant. Who does that? People claim that if you have a certain diet and you know use natural soaps and all these different things, it then it, it keeps your yeah, oh. it keeps your body from creating stink. No. And uh, that's just, I just don't understand how people can trust that kind of talk, you know? No. It's, uh... But no matter your diet, I've been a vegetarian, pescatarian, you name it, terian. When you work out, you stink. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I can attest to this. You, you smell said you work awful. Out, I, like, I like the way you took it to, to working out to make you stink. Let's just talk about sitting in, I don't know, a studio with no air conditioning for about two and a half hours. You know what happens when you walk out? You stink and you just sat yeah. there. Like you ain't do nothing. So like, yeah, and, and for the record, Joe uh. Roy, you gotta think about it like- You don't even like, have to take it that far. Look, but think about it, think about sitting in a studio and interviewing somebody like a Matthew McConaughey. And my man <laughs> just came in from Burning Man, fresh off the plane <laughs> and stuff. And you gotta interview this dude for 30 minutes in a closed room. Nah, man, I'm the dude that man. breaks out my, I'll break out the Frankenstein soil out my back pocket be like, here, take some of this, something, please. Like Eddie Murphy and, uh, like, like Eddie Murphy and the Golden Child, take one of these, take, take the whole pack, please. But like, mm-hmm. we've also I think, all I been think to about it from countries. the standpoint of how you, everybody's taken a shower before and then gotten dressed and then got in the car 15 minutes later and realized, damn, I forgot to put on deodorant. And the reason Correct. you realize that is because you start smelling must for some reason. Mm-hmm. So if you can get musty after 15 minutes fresh out of the shower just by not putting on deodorant, I can't imagine how stank you are if you just don't put it on every day and do Yo, normal shit. Everybody that has come out and said that they don't bathe got more money than me. So maybe there's something to it. <laughs> uh, no. You think that's what's Steve holding Jobs, you back? 
You know what? You know why I'm thinking about it? I'm thinking about this in the same way Steve Jobs broke down why he wore a black turtleneck every day. He said, I wore the same thing every day, so it's one less thing to think about. So I can focus on business and money and all of that shit. Maybe showering, if you do the cumulative on how much time you're spending in the shower, that's like five extra days of productivity to go get that money. We're going to keep all these meetings via Zoom if y'all stop shouting. <laughs> that is disgusting. I understand mm-hmm. the decision fatigue that he was talking about with choosing your clothes. That's why you have personal assistance. But showering? Are you crazy? But we've all been to other countries before and we've all stepped off that plane and we've smelled things. And yeah, it's yeah. true. Around the world, everyone does not shower every day. So I get that, but but, but, then, but, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. You said everybody not showering all over the world every day. That's just taking into account the people doing physical activity. I love Korea. Anyone who knows, I still speak Korean. But when you get off of a plane in Korea, the first thing that hits you in the face is thousands year old kimchi. All right. And that ain't got nothing to do with body pump. If the air smells like kimchi and people ate deodorizing, what is normal? Like that's but exactly that's their normal. You yeah, think that's their normal. Smells that they don't smell that. The same with the Indian with curry don't, and don't stuff smell like curry. that. Like, they don't smell it. So everybody has a different nose blindness mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. I've sat next to people on airplanes from different from different regions of the world, mm-hmm. and it's all a different scent experience. And that's not even counting motherfuckers who wear too much cologne. That's the mm. other thing. Because we talking mm. about white people don't bathe. We need to talk about these black deacons that put on a whole half gallon. <laughs> Water. Of, 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 of English, English leather. English leather. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna talk about that. Flip the script for him, bro. Old Spice. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, black people, this week, I got a shocker for you. You're not talking to white people about dogs this week. No. Okay. This week is about cats. That's right. It's the feline hour. The cats are stepping their game up. Um, over in Cornwall, England, an 83-year-old woman uh, fell into a ravine. For those of you who don't know, it's like a very small valley with a little creek running through it. Um, she fell into a ravine, and she was rescued because her cat stood at the spot where she fell down the ravine and was meowing like crazy. And he caught the attention of one of her neighbors who was helping with the search and rescue effort. And he had to go check on the cat because the cat was going buck crazy. Looked down behind the cat and that lady was down about 40 feet, man. That's uh, That's it's a beautiful story. Score one for the cats. Score one for the cats. Any of you guys ever been saved by pussy before? (laughs) Yes. That would be my answer. I'm, I'm definitely for yes. Yes on that one. Yes. Uh, I'll say yes. I, I would say yes. What about you, Jason? Jack Willow? Say it in Spanish. <laughs> El gato. You're about to say, Keske is uh, rescue. The rest of it I can pull off. But, uh... <laughs> wow. The podcast is Uncle Rod's Story Corner. You can download it wherever you download podcasts. He is a philosopher and now apparently an economist. Uh, He is Rod for short on all the socials. Rod, as always, thank you, brother. Thank you, Rod. Scam of the week time. 
Let's go over the Blockbuster video. I love a good scam, JG. Mm-hmm. You know, I myself, as an ex-scammer, former scammer, rehabilitated scammer, scammy, uh-huh. um, I'm fascinated by the many ways that people can, how can I put this tastefully, use, maximize their employment with the company. Okay. It's not stealing. It's not stealing. And that's an important thing. Because somebody called us one time for Scam of the Week, and they was like, let me tell you about the time I found out the codes to the safe. And then I was going in the safe after they did the night drop. I'm like, motherfucker, that is not a scam. That is a felony. Yes. And I don't want that on my show Correct. whatsoever. I don't, I, I, I don't, this is not a place. And let me clarify this. Scam of the Week is not a place for you to come and confess some heinous shit you did at your job and think that God is going to forgive you. This is not a confession book. This is a place for us to just learn the intricacies of your job and the ways that you do little things. You, you stole a stapler. You, you, you took home some ink toner. You overorder ink cartridges. You bought the same printer as the one that you have at work, like the Ooh. one you have at the Daily Show, so that when they order cartridges <laughs> at the Daily Show, you can bring home. So I've been told. These are all things that I've heard. We're talking things like that, where if your supervisor found out, they would just go, uh-uh. Oh. Like the selling cocaine out of a Sonic. I still like that guy. <laughs> I love I like it. that guy. Okay. He still did his job. That's, that's the important thing about that scam. He still did his job. He delivered food to the car, but also cocaine. No, remember, it was not him. It was the ring of women there. That's right. It yeah. was the women. It was. Exactly. Whatever. Okay. So since we're talking about leveraging our jobs really quickly, I'll just say I was a PA on a set one time and this guy who liked moon pies a lot and Coca-Cola, every time I ordered his lunch, I would also order a large house salad and I would keep that house salad for myself. (laughs) I mean, no one's going to double check. Because you're the one in charge of distributing the lunches. Absolutely. And one time I put that salad on his desk and he said, what the hell is this? Nicely done, Jacqueline. See, I knew you had it in you. You come on here and you get all vacation Bible school. But I know deep down there's some slick shit in you. Uh, Who do we have on with us right now? We have Adam with us. And he's actually going to talk to us about a scam that was over $10,000 and included VHS tapes. Yeah. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi, Roy. How you doing? Hi. All right. Over $10,000. This is smelling a little bit like felony zone. Well, um, I, I checked in. just tapes, so I know the statute of limitations. <laughs> I checked it six years in my state, man. It's six years. I'm clear, so I'm good. Um, so, all right. So, I worked at Blockbuster. I uh, knew a kid from school who one day was like, yo, how do I steal from Blockbuster? And I was like, well, I don't think you can steal from Blockbuster. You need somebody to help you, like, get it around the security gate if you want to get that. And he's like, we well, work there, right? So I was like, yeah, I, I do. So I came with a little scam where he would come see me. He would tell I, I would tell him what vi- uh, what movies I wanted. He would pick out a couple of video games for himself. He'd bring them up in like a box of milk duds or something. I would pretend to scan the videos. And then I would actually scan the milk duds. So there would be like a okay. legit transaction, da 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 It all looks good. Looks on right the- for the security camera. Exactly. Okay. Put everything around and he goes and then he's gone. 
But the problem is that back in the day, and this seems like absurd now, right? But like new VHS releases were could they cost the store a hundred bucks a pop. So like, yeah, it's it's crazy. And video games were what 50, 60 a pop. So, you know, this works once or twice. You know, we get away with it, and then it becomes like every shift he's coming in and we're working it for a few months. And then so uh, every Tuesday when when new releases come out, this is a man who understands cinema right here is the Tuesdays. too. Well, yeah. Well, that's because I used to sell those prank call CDs to record stores on consignment. So New Music Tuesday media was that used to be it was none of this. Hey, kids, it was none of this beam it to your phone on a Friday night. The new Drake. No, you had to drive to a fucking building. And say, <laughs> hey, do you have media? That's exactly and it. He would say come back tuesday it's fucking saturday we don't we sold them all the magical truck you had to wait to see if the truck was going well i don't what's gonna be on the truck we don't know until the truck walks in with the boxes we don't fucking know so was it that you all were taking the new like let's say i'm trying to think of a film that was hot during peak blockbuster face off i can tell you it was face off that's the one that i think of like and the fact that I could have hypothetically done like real deal jail time for a Nicolas Cage movie makes me very sad for the decisions I've made in my life. So the hustle for Blockbuster, we pay a hundred, we rent that bitch for five dollars a night, and hopefully over the course of twenty nights we make our hundred back, and then everything after that is profit. Okay, exactly. It. Plus all the old Decent ones that they had and blah blah blah, they could get those cheap. But it was like I was, you know, whatever. I wanted to see new movies, so. Yeah. yeah. So long story short, uh, this went on for like, what, two, three months. Uh, my manager was supposed to be doing inventory during this time. He did not do inventory for a couple of months. And I opened on Sunday mornings and I came in one Sunday and my manager was there and the other two assistant managers were there. And that's not good oh, when like no. the whole management staff is there. And it's like the third time they'd gone through the inventory, counting everything. And he's like freaking out. And I felt oh, terrible because no. these are like good people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to I don't want to hurt anybody. But these people have been up all night, like shitting their pants. And uh, he's like, dude, we're down over 100 titles. We've got 60 video games. We're missing done. 42 face offs, three yeah. mobile cuts. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so he's like, I called Blockbuster Corporate and, you know, they're probably going to send somebody down to do lie detectors. And like, suddenly now I'm Whatever. shitting my pants. <laughs> and they're not, they're not going to fucking do lie detectors. But when you're a kid, that's. Like, I'm yeah. 17, man. What do I know? You yeah. know? So, so long story short, uh, there was a woman who had quit like a week beforehand that did not get along with my manager. He just basically reinforced his own narrative and said, yeah, you know, it was her. She stole him, obviously. Duh. And I was like, I'm out. I'm done. I don't want to walk away. Nice. And that was it. I got away with it. But then the, the real turnaround is that I went to college the next year, showed up on like the man in 1998 with all like two giant tubs of VHS tapes. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Renting them out in the dorm. They were gone within day. two weeks, Roy. They were all gone. Every single one of them disappeared. So ill-gotten gains just mm. gone, man. So. Sorry. Well, to your credit, it didn't really work out well for Blockbuster either. I, yeah, but that wasn't my fault. I just want to put that out there. Not me. No, I, I think that <laughs> what you what you did show that this is a company that made 
a lot of terrible decisions and fucked up their own inventory. And then it just shows a lot of dysfunction from the top down. Um, our researcher, wonderful Rhonda down South Georgia girl, pulled a couple numbers for me. Uh, you know, Blockbuster in 2014, the final location closed. There's only one store left now. Uh, globally, there was a documentary on Netflix called The Last Blockbuster. It's a blockbuster um, about three hours east of Portland. Hmm. I forgot about this, JG. I forgot that Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix. Oh, I didn't and know And they were like, that's stupid. No one's going <laughs> to want DVDs mailed to their house. Fuck you. We're charging a hundo for face-off. <laughs> we're making money. Oh, wow. That's, 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 that's unfortunate. And to your previous point, you know, like, you're an artist, you create things. I'm imagining that you're not thinking of the corporation when you are doing this. You're thinking of the consumer or the people that you want to see your art, that you want to make laugh. And uh, I got to say that I was just doing my part to get this art out of that horrible, stupid corporation's hands and just in front of the people. That's, that's, <laughs> my, that's my take on this. Okay, Adam, I have a sidebar really quickly. <laughs> oh, now's where I get in trouble. This is always where it happens on this show. Jacqueline comes in and lays it down. What's up? I promise you, it's such a sidebar. What kind of dog is that? Oh, uh, where is she? I saw uh, her earlier. She's, uh, she, uh, she's like a pit bull mutt mix. Oh, I don't know. She's a mutt. She's a sweetheart. She's like wonderful. Okay. I mean, we were talking about that previously. Roy wants a Yorkie. And how much did you pay for this dog, Adam? Uh, well, I I will say I adopt. I don't shop. Oh. So I paid like, nice. I think it was a $300 donation. But I will definitely say that you might pay less if you go to an irreputable breeder. But dude, don't do it, man. They're living creatures. They all They all deserve a good home. Well, Jacqueline wants a blue tick coon hound I got, so right. that it can capture the game that she hunts. I got a treeing walker coon hound, also a rescue. Oh. And I'll tell you, he's a great dog. Hounds are awesome. They're super dumb, but they're like sweet. So, so cute. Yes. Okay. I promised you it was a side. That's all right. My That's, Roy. I got <laughs> off easy. That's good. Hey, we're all good, brother. Adam, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you for emancipating those VHS cassettes <laughs> and putting them in better homes. And corporate claws of blockbuster incorporated they got what was coming to them they should have jumped on that netflix money train mm -hmm. brother thank you so much for calling in man thank you roy hey man i'm a big fan come back to vermont soon all right oh absolutely i had y'all on the books then COVID hit so we'll get back there in 22 in the winter absolutely man that that's like that's not in the summer y'all go out are you for real like the shows. winter y'all right. don't come to comedy shows in the summer oh that's so actually come true. there when it's cold yeah, y'all be out doing all that green mountain shit. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing. Thank you very much, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you, Adam. Bye, right, brother. That's the show. Big thank you to our guest today. Thank you to the homie Chris Searcy, um, formerly of Kansas City Media. Um, I'm glad you're alive, Chris. Uh, thank you to our software partner with the jobs going on up there. And as always, JG, third, thank both of you. Thank you. But thank you, Joy. Happy 25th. This is your 25th episode. Congratulations. Yeah, we did. Yeah. It's our, our 25th. Okay. Our. Yeah. I'm Roy's job there, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got to correct your ass this time. Oh, yeah. look at you. 
Royce Job Fair is a product of iHeartMedia, Comedy Central, South, South Park, Princeton Productions. Um, I'm going to head on over to OnlyFans, third, and sign up for a few subscriptions and make sure these people get a good send-off. That's real nice of you. I, I just wanted to... Put a little extra money in there. Going out of business, sir. When do just they change? The, when does it change? October 1st. October 1st, okay. I've never been G- there, so I don't, I don't know. Oh, did JG just say that she's going to have an exclusive engagement with OnlyFans until October? Is that what she just said? Roy's job there is a product of OnlyFans.com. OnlyFans.com slash Roy's job. I'm excited next week. Weed, 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 weed. Whole episode. Weed. Smoke it up. Hydro. Me just can't let it in. Hydro. Well, wait a minute. What about you on the road? Are you on the road? I don't fucking know where I am, Jacqueline. Just download the... Just go on my website, <laughs> RoyWithJr.com. There's cities coming up. Hey, you want me to... You want me to... Fine. I'll yes. use my podcast to market myself. Um, uh, yeah? There's San Francisco this coming weekend. Seattle, Salt Lake City, Bloomington, Sacramento, Peoria. That's cool. Uh, Atlanta, RoyWoodJr.com Roy oh, to a date soon. You be moving, bro. You be moving. That's why I got this fucking headache. Oh. All right. Uh, That's man, the you show. Could, you could go out like me, man. I'm doing a show in a park next week. It should be fun. Yeah. Uh, it's a park right around the corner from the house. And I'm just going to stand there at the basketball court. I might need you to send me an edible. Will that help with the headaches? Oh, absolutely. Whatever. Absolutely. Yo, yo, the CBD cream, bro. I'm trying to tell you, CBD cream is where it's Say it again. That's the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you cut him off. He was giving advice. We're, we're getting to all of that next week. I'm with it. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.